the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, February 17th on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and now New York from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that for free today in the App Store or Google Play Store and let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, February 17th. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Boom. No one touches Dundee. Look, I'm supposed to recap the games, but we're recording early. It's been a wild day. USFL news. Check out the USFL gambling podcast. We had other news going on all different sports. We got college baseball experience episodes dropping. Holy shit. You didn't think I was going to hit that. Did you go listen to that episode season takes full swing on Friday? Uh, and, and look, uh, I know I'm, I'm right now games are happening, so I can't talk about my record, but I can talk about the games that have happened. Uh, Dundee was having a terrible day yesterday. I, if you checked out that episode, well, today I'm getting a little revenge, getting a little revenge because I had a fr- uh, first of all, Rutgers remains the best team in America. When they play at home, you guys are very lucky. It's not the NFL where the Rams are hosting a game uh, at their own stadium. If, if Rut- if the whole NCAA tournament was being played in Piscataway, New Jersey, they would be winning it. Uh, but what the hell am I talking about? I have guests. All right. Flag on the play. Just like every fucking play in the super bowl. All right. In the final five minutes, um, <laughs> g- g- give it up for Hey, former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss, dealing, wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Boom. 
you gotta love that. And third man, and you thought we were gonna get a solo Dundee play? No, fuck that. We got guests. All right, we're back to being the experience, the original three amigos. All right, third man in the booth, the DFS got himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, Tobacco Road living, the free lock given, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. That was a long intro, Patty C. I don't know about you, but I thought he forgot about us for mm, a minute. Well, look, don't worry, guys, because yep. I got this music for us. What the hell is that? <laughs> That's from an 80s movie called Miami. What the fuck was the name of that title Miami again? Connection, is it? Miami Connection. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I, I don't know if I've seen that. Who's in it? Uh, you need to see it. It's free. It's available on YouTube, and you. Uh, it's just the greatest film ever. And UCF it, is featured a lot in that. By the way, the it, University is of the Central film Florida. Better than the music? Uh, no, uh, no. Let's be honest here. Uh, Colby and I are of the opinion that true '80s movies, the quintessential '80s movies, are not the really highly produced ones. The, the, right. the yes. low budget ones. That's where you really yes. see what the '80s was, and like, that is like Private Resort. Yes, or or there's one called Maniac Cop, where it's great. He mm. just fucking destroys everybody. Uh, look, folks, I, I'm having a good day. Rutgers hit for me. Uh, uh, I had uh, what was it? I had yeah. So I had Rutgers, the Jacksonville Dolphins continuing to be to to be one of the great plays. Uh, they're like this year's Cleveland State for me. The Jacksonville Dolphins. All right. Um, what else did I lock up? Uh, how you guys doing on your locks today? You guys looking all right? Well, me and you missed on Campbell. Yeah, but, but I hit on South Carolina Upstate. Did you take that one with me? I I didn't lock it. I took him, but that was the only one I've missed so far. I'm sitting at three and one. I I hit on Colgate minus six and a half to beat Army by ten. I was on St. John's plus eight and a half. They they went into Xavier and won straight up by thirteen. Damn. Easy money, impressive. And then I had Miami minus two at Louisville. They won by seven. So I'm sitting at three and one with 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 one more lock to go. Well, I, I'm sitting at uh, I believe four and one, and I have uh, Seattle minus six and a half, and they're up by forty at UT Rio Grande right now. Forty. So I'm looking to be five and one, and then I have uh, SMU against Temple, which it's too early to tell. It's they're, cur- they're currently up six, so they would be hitting that, but uh, we'll see um, as that shakes out. Uh, I got to ask you a couple questions, guys, before we hop into today's games. Do well, first off, how about the Lock King of the West Coast over there, Patty C is doing pretty good too. Is he the Lock hey. King? I thought I was ahead of him, so I was gonna just I was gonna just you know bleep him out. Let him let him have his moment. Yeah, right? have the floor shine here. I got Colgate hitting. Nick and I saw it, saw it the same way on a few of these. So Colgate hit, uh, Rutgers hit, uh, Miami hit. Um, there was uh, Marquette is hanging on. They're up 15 with uh, two minutes left. The spread's 13 there. So hopefully that goes my way. And then UNC, I locked in that. Don't mention that one. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. What was the uh, game we saw the other day that was the the worst lock of the year for us? Uh, what was it, Colby? Oh, that was really bad. They got destroyed. It was Florida State, you, North Carolina. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we all locked Florida State. That's why I locked North Carolina. It was based on that game. I can't figure out this fucking team. Uh, well, I can tell you this. 
uh, as one of the last four teams currently in Joe Lenardi's. This is a brutal loss, and there's not much time left. They're down 13 with four minutes left. I think they might be playing themselves out of the NCAA tournament with a loss like this. I mean, the Citadel went to Pittsburgh and beat Pitt. So, uh, makes you wonder. Now, we saw uh, last night Iowa State get a huge win at TCU. That's going to help them. They're, they're the, they were in the last four in as well as North Carolina. Uh, Oregon got a win against Washington State, so that these teams are, are are getting some wins. Oklahoma did lose in overtime to Texas, so maybe they're on the outs too. Uh, and and Memphis pulled out a win. Memphis was the number one team outside of the bubble. They won at Cincinnati, the first time they swept Cincinnati uh, since the uh, the mid nineteen nineties. Um, Michigan plays Iowa uh, tomorrow. That's a huge one going on because they're the second team out, according to Joe Lenardi. Third is San Diego State. Well, San Diego State whooped up on Utah State by I think twenty-one, if memory serves me correct. Yesterday, I expect Memphis and San Diego State to probably be projected in North Carolina, perhaps maybe out Oklahoma out. How about this? Florida was the first four out. They lost at A and M, and Rutgers currently, like we just talked about, I think Rutgers is playing themselves into the NCAA tournament, fellas. And I, I'm all here for it. This is great. I love this Rutgers team. They would have been, they would have made the tournament the year that COVID hit. It didn't. That would have been their first time since 1991. They didn't get it in that year. The following year, last year, they did. And if you remember, they won in the first round against Clemson, and they should have beat Houston in the second round. They were in control of that game the whole time. They couldn't hit free throws down the stretch. Houston stole that game, and Houston ended up in the Final Four. What do you make? I just of this? can't believe. I just can't understand. The, the, so the, the, the huge difference between the home and away splits. Yeah. I mean, they're like the uh, best team that? in the country at home and away. They're like, they're, <laughs> they're like a blarming or something. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I understand obviously teams are better at their home court, but it shouldn't, it, they shouldn't differ that much. It, it's, it's crazy just to see how good they are. They seriously can beat anybody in the country at home, but they could probably <laughs> lose to half the country away. Like a hundred percent. If you told me tomorrow, that Rutgers was at Cal Baptist. I would say, Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. They, you know what I mean? Like this is a team that needed a free throw or something to, to win at Nebraska. If you're losing, if you're losing at Nebraska, you can lose at Cal Baptist. Um, what do you make of the Scarlet Knights? You know, Patty C are you uh, buying in? Are they, uh, you gotta love this story. You gotta love it. I mean, it is kind of crazy how, how much they've turned that basketball program around, but you know, looking across the board, I, I, again, I have to reiterate this. I just didn't realize how big of a advantage it was to play at home in college basketball. I'm still, I'm what I'm, what I'm trying to do is figure out what, what the effect on the line is. And I know like in the NFL, it's a certain number of points. I want to say like three points to be at home in the NFL. And I want to say it's like a little more three and a half to five for college football, depending on the stadium. But if it's making this big of a difference in wins and losses, then maybe there's an even bigger impact in college basketball in terms of like the point spread. I would be interested to see the data on that. Uh, well, you sell it. I mean, well, Providence lost at home yesterday, but that was their first loss at home. Uh, uh, I mean that, but that's, they were undefeated at home and that place has been rocking this year. I saw people say that they think that was the best home court environment in all of college basketball. Now I think they were getting ahead of themselves because there's a lot. There's a lot. Auburn, man. Texas yeah. Tech. I mean, some of those stadiums are crazy, dude. You see that Virginia Tech, Virginia game? The, they had yeah. that place rocking yeah. in Blacksburg. College basketball is the best 
you, you never convinced me otherwise. Uh, this is this is just the best sport. I love it. Uh, each place you go into these wild games. How about that? How about that South Carolina win yesterday? Half court game winner against Ole Miss. Just wild. Um, uh, Nick, you seem before we dive into today's games, you you seem to be right on Villanova. After all that, after all that, play the percentages, man. Villanova wins the Big East regular season. <laughs> Colin Gillespie with the huge three uh, in that game. I went and re, you know we were calling. Uh, by the way, get the Colorcast app, guys, because we're calling games all the time. I called a game this morning. Tomorrow, I'm calling a game, um, but. By by getting the Colorcast app, uh, so we couldn't we we didn't get the chance to watch that game, so I had to watch it again this morning, load that thing up, so I could s- see you know and, and actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, so now the Big East standings, I mean, it seems like uh, well, I know I know Providence has the opportunity to play revenge. Uh, their Providence is currently a half game up on Nova because the the the, the head of games were scheduled, so. They're a half game up, but they also have to play at Villanova in the coming week or the coming ten days. I think um, that's going to be big there. And uh, obviously, uh, you pull up the Big Ten standings as we talk a little Big Ten basketball. Um, this is not a just. Uh, you, you, are you guys aware that Rutgers might win the Big Ten? <laughs> uh, let me take a look. I haven't looked. They're at a one days. game out, Nick. They're one game out. They have wow, the tiebreaker on some of those teams too, dude. That that top of that like top five there is crazy. I mean, you got three teams tied at eleven and four, and then there's Ohio State and Rutgers only a game back. Michigan State a game and a half back. It's gonna be an awesome last you know two to three weeks of the regular season here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you would have told me Rutgers would win the Big Ten, now I, I still probably have my doubts. But hey. They're red hot. They won at, at Wisconsin the other day too. They actually got a road victory in the past week. So um, let me douse those flames just a little bit. Their next two games at Purdue at Michigan. Dude, Purdue almost lost to Maryland the other day at home. They Purdue's on a little bit of a tailspin. Not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not trusting them at all, man. I'm not trusting them at all. We'll see if they get past Northwestern later tonight. Let me, uh, let me ask you this. What's that? How many of these teams in the Big Ten have a legitimate chance to win the conference tournament? Wait, the the champion wide open. Yeah, I think everybody. <laughs> minus, wide open. Everyone minus Nebraska, I think, has a chance. Maybe maybe throw <laughs> Minnesota in there. I think Maryland. Minnesota. Maryland's actually talented enough to to actually. I I can't uh, I can't rule them out because I think, I think on paper, they have a better lineup than a lot of other teams. I no, would say. No, come on. To win the whole to, to win the whole Big Ten tournament. No, I, I would say no Nebraska, no Maryland, no Minnesota, no Northwestern, no Penn State, no Indiana. I would say. I disagree. I think yeah. more of them could win in that. I mean, I, especially I do. if you get a lucky path. I think Indiana could. I mean, Indi- I mean, uh, I don't know about that, man. It's all about matchups, too. I mean, Northwestern has lost. Northwestern's lost like every game by two points. They're pit of the Big Ten. Yeah, but you got to win like four in a row. But it's sometimes, if all it takes is an upset, you're telling me if Maryland almost Maryland lost to Purdue at Purdue by one. So you, here's what happens in these big conferences. Usually, the top four seeds have like double buys, yeah. which makes, which makes a run from somebody else really hard. I don't know. I, I don't see, I say there's probably like six to eight with, with a chance. Okay. We'll see. We shall see. All right. Well, before we get to today's games, 
I want to tell you that the college basketball experience daily shows brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and now New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet ten dollars and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Download the WinBet app or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And of course, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download, and it is the home for all your all of our free picks and podcasts and articles. You got to get that thing. Uh, all of our picks are there. So stuff changes. You got to get it. Um, also, folks, come play DraftKings with us. NC Nick, Patty C's involved, which is a lot of fun. Come play college basketball DraftKings with us. It's only a couple bucks. Some shit. To, you can talk some shit to us. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to monitor the game. See if you're up, see if you're down, see if you're an idiot, see if you're not. Uh, so come play DraftKings with us. Uh, NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K and the college basketball experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We, we tweet those things out. So, all right, Thursday, uh, this Buffalo Eastern Michigan game, I'm seeing different times. Do we have yeah, a- I actually I went on the Buffalo Bulls website and it is noon Eastern time, nine Pacific. Oh, okay. So Buffalo at Eastern Michigan, Nick, and I don't know if you had a chance to really monitor this. We got chaos going on in the Mac guys. Uh, last night, Kent State put it on Toledo, but at the same time, Akron got upset in overtime by Western Michigan. Uh, Ohio took care of business and quietly, no one is talking about in the preseason polls. It was a two team race between Buffalo and Ohio. Well, suddenly don't look now. Buffalo has won five in a row and it's the way they've done it. That is impressive. A win by 20, a win by 38, a win by six against ball state. But even that was deceiving. That was like a 15 points uh, lead. They added some points late. And last night that what they did to Bowling Green, who's not terrible, they won uh, by 27 at Bowling Green. Suddenly the Buffalo Bulls are showing what I, th- what I think we all thought they would be this year. I know they sputtered in January and seemed like December, but I remember in November, I was, I was really impressed with the bulls. Uh, they are at Eastern Michigan. They just whooped Eastern Michigan uh, t- in the past, I don't know, two weeks. Uh, this line I am seeing at uh, Buffalo minus eight and a half. I'm on it. Fuck this team's red hot and this team's talented. Give me the bulls. What are you on Nick? Yeah. Same here, man. Uh, you mentioned the, that win they had by 38 points. Well, that was over Eastern Michigan uh, and that was on February the eighth, eight days ago. So uh, yeah, Buffalo seems red hot right here. Uh, now they are three and a half games back from Ohio. So they got a lot of catching up to do in a little bit of time. I don't see that happening. It does seem like Toledo, you know, 
speaking of peaking too soon, they were looking great about two or three weeks ago. I think they've lost a couple, either a couple in a row or two out of their last three or something like that. So Toledo seems to be trending downward. I say this is Ohio's conference to win, but for this game spe- specifically, I am I'm definitely on the Bulls here. I think uh, they win by double digits pretty easily. Patty C. I mean, they played a few games ago and Buffalo won by 38. So I think it's probably the smart play. Uh, Eastern Michigan's lost nine of their last 11. So uh, pretty safe play. I'm getting it nine on tally site right now, but I'm still riding the bulls. Uh, and, and Kent state, Nick is one to watch out because Kent state, the team that just put it on Toledo last night, I want to say they've won five straight Mac road games and they've done it. And uh, that was at Akron. They were all winning teams. Uh, watch out for the golden flashes. Uh, and they're only two games back right now, but they did lose to Ohio, uh, and they, they have one more coming up though. So they lost the first game to to Ohio. Their next matchup is is at home against the Bobcats. Huge game in the MAC. No, oh, I can't wait. MAC is is up this year. I really think it's up as a conference. Uh, uh, one p.m. on the West. 4 p.m. on the East. I will be calling this game. There's a chance I might be calling that Buffalo Eastern Michigan game too. Get the Colorcast app, folks. Um, Minnesota is at Penn State. Now you say, "Oh, boring Big Ten game." Penn State. Can we? Uh, I think this Micah Shrewsbury hire is going to work out. They battle back from 14, beat Michigan State. If you look at the other games they've had, they're they're actually turning into Northwestern because. Uh, the game prior, they lost uh, by six at Minnesota. The game prior, they lost by one to Michigan. The game prior, they lost by two at Wisconsin. The game prior to that, they beat Iowa. This team's much better than what we we know them to be. Penn State uh, is getting, I'm sorry, is laying six against Minnesota. They just played Minnesota and lost by six. Maybe that's how they're basing this line. Uh, what do you do? I I guess I'll take the points. I guess. Give me Minnesota plus the six. What are you doing? What are you doing here, Patty C? Uh, you know, Penn State, I was under the impression they were a little hotter than they uh, are. They've lost six of the last eight, but again, that's pretty good competition they've been playing against. Um, but still, I just feel like six points at home, Penn State will cover that. Uh NC Nick, what are you doing here? Well, we were talking about Penn State the other day, and and I said they're that they're almost more like Rutgers rather than Northwestern because they they are really good at home now on the road. You know, don't take Penn State, but in Happy Valley, they can beat some teams. Uh, now, you know, laying six points that's a little cause for concern because you don't want to lay too many points with the with the uh, in the Nittany lines. But considering that they're a very good home team and Minnesota is a very bad road team, I am going to take Penn State. I am going to lay the points, but I don't feel very comfortable if it goes up you know, even like a half point or another point or so, because usually Penn state is going to grind it out and win ugly. And you don't want to lay too many points with them. But anyway, give me Penn state. Uh, we got an awesome game going on in the CAA at three o'clock. Um, this game, I highly recommend you to watch C- CBS sports. Uh, the second ranked team in the CAA Towson, the Towson tigers, 19 and seven. They're on the road at North Carolina, Wilmington, UNC Wilmington. I'm shocked at this line. Uh, Towson's a two and a half point favorite. Wilmington won at Towson by four on January 22nd. This game's in Wilmington. What am I missing here on the line? Regardless, I will die hard like Bruce Willis on these fucking smelly ass lines. I'm locking up Wilmington. All right. 
Hey, does anyone else find this line absolutely insane? I mean, uh, I think they're two very, very equal teams. You know, um, Wilmington's Wilmington, eleven and one at home. Well, yeah, but also uh, Towson is nine two and one ATS on the road. One of the best ATS road records in all of college basketball. So on one hand, UNCW is a good home team. On the other hand, Towson's a good road team. And you know what? Sometimes when when one team wins the first one, that team that loses that game, they have that extra little bit of motivation. I'm taking UNCW. I'm taking the points because I think it's a pretty equal game. So give me the home dog. But I think it's going to be a, a very good game in the in the CAA. I don't feel confident enough one way or the other. Patty C, what are you doing here in your your beloved CAA conference? Uh, fuck the CAA, <laughs> assholes. But um, yeah, the top two teams in the CAA here uh, separated by a game or a game and a half, I guess. Um, I'm kind of with you. Both teams are capable of losing like to really bad opponents. UNC Wilmington lost to Elon recently. Uh, Towson lost to Northwestern recently, but all that said, I think I'm going to ride with you, Colby. I think uh, I got to go Wilmington to no, cover this. No, Northeastern, right? Not Northwestern, right? Or Northeastern. Yeah. Northeastern. Yeah. I think you got to go Wilmington. You locking it? Ah, uh, fuck it. Let's rock. Boom. Uh, Let's go. You and Seahawks, baby. Shout out to South Lakes. Patty C's favorite. Oh, what? removing that lock uh, guys, huge day in college basketball on the mid major front. Uh, Troy, who's currently in third place in the Sun Belt, is at Appalachian state. Now app state is in second place. They lost over the weekend, Texas state currently in first, but this is a gigantic game. Cause app state is a half game back. Troy is a half game back. This is a tight race. Pull up the Sunbelt standings. You see the team in last place, Daryl Walker's little Rock, little rock Trojans. They're only four and a half games out of first. This is a wild conference. Bring your bourbon. Cause this is a one you're going to be drinking your ass off. If you're trying to handicap the fucking Sunbelt. Um, app state at, at home has been pretty damn good this year. Um, they're sitting there at, at 10 and three at home. Meanwhile, Troy's seven and five on the road, which is actually not terrible. But I think you look at this one and you see the uh, App State's laying four. App State wins these close games. Ah, oh, man. I'm going to take App State minus the four. I would not go any higher. No, you know what? Man, at four. Okay, I'm going to lay the four. I'm going to lay the four. Nick, what are you doing? You're Mr. App State. What are you doing? So, once again, we got another rematch game. Troy won by 15 in mid January at Troy, but it's not that easy. You can't be, you know, it, Handicapping this game is not that he's well, Troy won by 15 a month ago. Obviously, they're and they're getting points. Are you crazy? No, this is a revenge game. I'm going App State at home. I'm, I'll lay the four points. I totally agree with you. They don't win games by a lot, but they're going to win this game by like five or six. You're going to eke out a win with the Mountaineers. Give me App State. Patty C. I mean, when you look at App State's losses at Iona, Delaware, at Vermont, at Akron, at North Carolina, at Duke, they've played some hard teams this season. I want to say that is a big reason that they're kind of in a similar place in the standings as Troy. Um, granted, I know that's conference standings too, but overall, I think App is the much better team here. So I'm I'm riding Mountaineers. Yeah, I mean that's a that, but I'm telling you, some of these mid-major games are fantastic today or for this upcoming slate, um, guys. I almost locked up IUPUI the other night. They were getting. Uh, 
I think 19 <laughs> at UIC. They only lost by three because UIC is <laughs> terrible. Now shout out to the horizon league for, for, for removing their, their postseason ban on UIC because they're moving to the Missouri Valley. Um, but IUPUI is now t- at Robert Morris. IUPUI is two and 22 Robert Morris, is seven and 19. They're getting 15 points. Guys call me crazy. <laughs> Robert Morris, though, coming off of a nice upset win on Youngstown State that was red hot. <laughs> 16 points. Give me IUPUI in Pittsburgh. Am I fucking crazy? Nick, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, I'm going to go IUPI too. I mean, but I wouldn't bet it because I don't know if you want to bet on maybe the worst team in all of college basketball. <laughs> Once again, I, I, I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but they played before at IUPUI. Robert Morris won by 17. <laughs> I mean, I think Robert Morris wins, but I think this one's a little bit closer, maybe 10 or maybe 12 points. So I, w- I will take the Jaguars of IUPUI for the cover. <laughs> Patty C, IUPUI, what are you doing? Call it what it is. It's ooey pooey. They're 0 13 in the conference. <laughs> Robert Morris, uh, not a whole lot better, but ooh, I don't know. You guys, I don't have a feel for this. I would be lying if I said I was. Watching these two teams really closely. Let's go, Jaguars. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, next up, we got uh, this is a great mid major game. Unfortunately, I don't think either team is going to sniff the NCAA tournament unless they pull off some upsets in the co- in their conference tournament. Wichita State is at Cincinnati. Nick, this is this is one fan bases that are passionate that, you know, yo, this is a great game. If you were to tell me in November, Hey, on Thursday, February 17th, Wichita state Cincinnati played. I was like, Oh, I'm all on board. That's a decent game. Yeah. Um, both have been kind of disappointing despite Cincinnati being 16 and nine and Wichita being 13 and nine, uh, uh, which Cincinnati seventh in the AAC, Wichita is eighth Cincinnati is laying two. I'm going to lock up Cincinnati laying two. I just think Wichita has been trash on the road. They're, I mean, they're only two and three on how they've only played five road games. This year. crazy. Um, I think Cincinnati's just the better team though. I'm going to take Cincinnati. They, Cincinnati won in Wichita by four on January 16th. Let's lock up the Bearcats and who wants to join me? Ah, oh, man, I'm close. I mean, Cincinnati has lost three out of the last four games, which has me, uh, has that hesitation there. I, yeah, the shockers on the road are just not the same team. I, I pick Cincy here without giving it too much thought. I think it's an easy pick, but I don't know if I'm that confident enough with the Bearcats right now to lock it. I'm gonna hold off for the time being. What a pussy, Patty. See, what are you doing here, man? I'm riding. I'm riding a Stockers here. I've just I two and a half. Your there, Bearcats? Never mind. I thought it was four and a half. Two and a half. I'm taking the Bearcats. All right, there we go. Uh, we got a huge one in the SoCon. So it's looking like Chattanooga is going to walk away by Chattanooga coming back. And I don't know if you guys caught that Chattanooga Furman game over the weekend. Furman blew a double digit lead and Chattanooga ended up winning by six uh, double digit second half lead Furman blue, but they have a two and a half game lead now and their remaining schedule though. They're playing five decent teams. UNC Greensboro, VMI, East Tennessee state, and Samford are four de- decent teams. Um, the whole conference is is decent. It's like a, it's a gauntlet, man. Every yeah, game is. It good. really is. It really is. Uh, they're hosting Dude, between this and the MAC. They're the this every team in the conference is the same to me, and it always has been. I can never really <laughs> differentiate between them. <laughs> well, Chattanooga seems like the best team. Uh, they seem like a team that actually could do some damage in March. Um, 
They uh they are hosting UNC Greensboro. Greensboro's currently in fifth place. Um, this is one where I mean Gre- Greensboro's been a tough team to get it. I know NC Nick had some had some comments about them in Western Carolina, you know, about, Hey, I you can't get a read on this Greensboro team. Well, this True. is a, this is a big one here. They're Greensboro is getting 11 points at it's Chattanooga. Too that's too, too many. many. Right. And I'm thinking too about many. locking it up. This is a, this is what you call a fringe lock guys. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to look just to go like a week and a half ago, UNCG one at Furman. By a couple points. Yeah, exactly. So it, this is a wacky conference where it really like any team can win. So when I saw this this large spread here, I had to jump on UNCG quickly. I would agree. I would agree it's a fringe lock, but look, let's face it, Chattanooga is the better team, and they are at home. Can they cover this? Sure, they can cover it. You know, but give me the points. All right, Patty C, what are you doing here? I'm riding mocks. I've just, you know, gotten used to what are they winners of uh, nine of their last 10. They're rolling. Their only loss was at Samford. So look, they're the better team, the home court advantage. It's close, but let's ride mocks. I just got a text message uh, from Sean saying he just hit pit plus seven Oh nine. He's in Vegas. So wow. He money line money lined it. Money wow. lined it. That is that is that is what you call a power play there. Um, shout out to Sean stacking the money green. Uh, let's hop down and talk. Uh, uh, but these games are good, guys. With the exception of the IPUI Robert Morris game, every game is decent. Even the Wichita State Cincinnati, they, it, they're jockeying for seating. And the AAC Houston's depleted. I think you have a chance. You want to talk about a bid stealing conference? The AAC might steal some bids because after Houston, we don't know Memphis is going to get in. If Memphis loses any of these games, they're going to be on the outside. They can't afford a loss because the the strength of schedule is so bad. Uh, with the remaining teams left, um, this is a conference that could really go go crazy with the NCAA tournament. If UCF or Wichita or Cincinnati finds themselves in there, um, South Alabama is at Coastal Carolina. South Alabama currently fourth in the Sun Belt. Coastal Carolina's eighth. But once again, these teams very much alive <laughs> to win the Sun Belt. Uh, what are we doing here? This line is at uh, where are you at here, Coastal Carolina? This line is at uh, Coastal is getting one at home. I think South Alabama is the better team, though. I'm gonna take a shot on the the IUPUI, IUPUI Jaguars and the South Alabama Jaguars. Maybe you parlay that. Give me. Uh, the Jaguars to get it done in Conway. Nick, what are you doing? Come on, man. You know, you know, I like Conway, South Carolina. You know, I'm, I, I often go to Myrtle Beach. I'm not going against my Shanta Clears. South Alabama, I was expecting better things this year. They've been very hit or miss. I'm going to go Coastal Carolina at home. I mean, their last time out, they beat Georgia Southern by 21 at home. I think they're going to ride that momentum. South Alabama's traveling. Coastal Carolina is not. They get the home win. Mm. Mm. Patty C, what are you doing here, buddy? Once again, give me the Jags riding South Alabama all the way here. Yeah. I mean, uh, they've been, they've been pretty solid this year. And see Nick giving them a hard time. What'd they ever do to you, Nick? Seven and five in the Sun Belt. I, <laughs> I expected better. I mean, in the last couple of years, they have been better. Yeah. They're just, they're just hotter right now than Coastal Carolina. Winners of uh, seven of the last 10, all three losses were on the road. 
Granted, they're going on the road here, but I think they're the better team. You're, you're kind of proving my point. So you just mentioned that they've lost their last uh, three road games, and that was against Georgia State, Georgia Southern, and Troy. Uh, you know, I mean, especially against Georgia Southern. I mean, Georgia Southern's not very good. I just mentioned Coastal just whipped them, so I'm on my shots. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Wagner's at Sacred Heart. I don't have a line on this one at the moment, but uh, this Wagner team's in first place in the Northeast, and I actually think Wagner could be a team. Now, I know they got dinged up. They're one of their best players is out, but this is a team. If he gets healthy, I'm not sure if he's out for the year or not, but there's a team that I was really impressed with when I saw them early in the year. I think they could, uh, they could maybe win a game in March. Keep an eye out for Wagner. Uh, we don't have a line on that one. I'm going to skip down. Um, next up, we do have Georgia Southern at Georgia state. Once again, the Sunbelt teams, Nick, uh, the Panthers, Georgia State, playing themselves back into the mix. They're in sixth place, but they're that that is not a big deficit in the Sun Belt for them to come back and win the Sun Belt. Let's check this out. Let me give you the race in the Sun Belt. Texas State's in first place. A half game back is Appalachian State. A half game back is Troy. South Alabama's one and a half games back. Arkansas State's two games back. Georgia State's two and a half games back. Nick, uh, UT Arlington is three games back. Coastal Carolina's three and a half games back. Louisiana Lafayette's four games back. Uh, ULM four and a half. Georgia Southern four and a half. Little Rock four and a half. Everyone's alive. <laughs> this is fantastic. It meet it makes for great basketball. Georgia Southern is at Georgia State. Uh, Battle of Georgia here going on, and, and Georgia State is laying nine and a half. The last time these teams played, Georgia State did win by four, and that's why I am riding Georgia Southern in this in this rivalry game. Yeah, man, seriously. So, I mean, that last game you mentioned that was last year because these two teams are about to play on Thursday and on Saturday. Uh, to my points, I understand Georgia State's at home. I understand they're the hot team. I understand they're better, just flat out better than Georgia Southern. But this is too many points for a rivalry matchup. This is gonna this game's gonna be within five points. Give me the dog. Give me the points. Patty C. Well, I made the fatal error of uh, making a typo when uh, mistaking Georgia Southern for Georgia State earlier this year, and I got the full wrath of the Georgia Southern fan base. So I know how much they care about this game, even though it's at Georgia State, nine and a half, way too much. Ride the Eagles here. There we go, and that's 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 what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thanks. Go Eagles. Um, we're all deaf now. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Delaware. Hi, we're in Delaware. You remember uh, Wayne's World? Uh, Delaware is at Elon. Delaware still in the mix to win the CAA, especially when you have the top two teams squaring off, uh, being at Towson and uh, and UNC Wilmington. Delaware needs to get a road win here at Elon. Delaware's laying three and a half at Elon. Make will the Phoenix rise up? No, uh, they will not. My <laughs> first lock of the night. Uh, this game opened up at two and a half. I got in pretty early. Three and a half. I stole. No worries whatsoever. Uh, the, you know, the, the first matchup in late January, Delaware won by three at home. But in general, Elon is not very good this year. The Blue Hens are. I'm all about Delaware here. Lock it up. Lay the two and a half mm, or three and a half. Here's some lock music for NC Nick. He's got himself a wild one. That's what his locks I mean, are called. You know, Delaware did just beat JMU 81 to 60. <laughs> <laughs> throwing, throw, he oh, had oh shit. Oh shit. Is Patty a, a JMU fan? <laughs> oh, dare we go back earlier in the season when the Dukes played 
Those Mason Patriots. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Love, man. love this. I was hoping you forgot about that too. <laughs> love the Virginia school talk. Uh, I'm on Delaware too. I'm not going to lock it up though. I don't trust the blue hens all the way. Patty, see, what are you doing here? You riding with the blue hens? I'm on the hens. Yeah. This is a big time game going on in the Big Ten. Michigan, who's fighting for their postseason lives, is at Iowa. Don't look now, but the Hawkeyes are 11 and two in Iowa city. They are hosting Michigan. Who's just three and six on the road. And that's traditionally uh, what happens when you have an extremely young team, you lose on the road. Have they grown up fast enough is the question. Uh, Iowa is a six point favorite, six point favorite, man. I'm going to take Michigan plus the six. I don't love it though. Cause I, I was been money at home this year for the most part. Nick, what are you doing here? I'm taking Michigan. I was flirting with locking it up because I don't trust Iowa just yet. I mean, look, we know Iowa has a good offense. It's the same thing. Same thing as last year, you know, top offense, you know, what fourth best in Ken Palm offensive efficiency, but on defense, 119th. I know they've been hot lately, but these like big blowouts, you know, the, the uh, 23 point win over Nebraska, the game where they scored 110 points against Maryland, they beat Minnesota by 12. That's the bottom of the conference. So I think this number's kind of artificially inflated by at least a couple points. I don't see that much difference between these two schools. I'm taking Michigan here, but it's true that, you know, I mean, the Carver Hawkeye arena is a tough place to win. So I'm taking Michigan. I was flirting with a lock. Can anybody talk me into it? No, no, <laughs> I don't. Iowa City. I told you, in, in football is the hardest place to play in the country. You're so, probably right. So in, in basketball, uh, I just just the, the the football mo. I just can't. I can't. I can't fade that. Uh, what you got, Patty? Yeah. Well, aside from that Purdue win, which was massive and you know opened everyone's eyes, they haven't been super great lately. They beat Penn State by one. They beat Nebraska, but their other three games that they played recently were losses against admittedly good teams at Michigan State. At Purdue, at Purdue and uh, against Ohio State, I just I feel like it's an overreaction in the same way I overreacted in North Carolina winning big. I'm gonna fade Michigan and I'm taking Iowa. There you go, fading his boys, um, guys. We have just a slew of great games going on. I'm telling you, it's a low key game. You look at the you look at the slate and you say, ah, oh, it's not that you know. And then you dive into what what's at stake here. North Texas is at Florida Atlantic. So uh, we're split up into two divisions in the, in the CUSA, North Texas is in first place in the CUSA West and Florida Atlantic is tied for first place in the CUA East with middle Tennessee. This is a gigantic game uh, for conference seating. This is just a big game overall, North Texas. What have I told you? They are six and oh on the road. Get them on the road. They're they're incredible. Uh and and Florida Atlantic is 13 and 3 at home. This is an awesome game. And this is one God's eye will have on for sure. Uh I'm looking at the line here for this one. And uh well actually, uh it is currently North Texas minus two. I think I want to buy into that because North Texas, uh well, first off, they haven't played since January eleventh, two thousand twenty. But North Texas did whoop their ass then, but uh, that's completely How's different. That possible. Yeah, I know you're in the same conference. Uh, I'm going to take North Texas just because I think North Texas is a team that, if they get themselves to the NCAA tournament, 
I think this is a team that can go far. I think they could win a game or two. Uh, well, we saw it last year when they beat Purdue in the first round. They, you know, so uh, yeah, North Texas. I've, I've been riding them all year. Now, you know, you, you mentioned their good road record, but Florida Atlantic at home has been dynamite too, man. I mean, they've won ten straight games. They're ten three and one ATS at home on the year. One of the best ATS home records in the country. I'm gonna go North Texas, but you know, just with how good FAU is at home, I'm not gonna lock it up. I'm not gonna personally bet it. But uh, yeah, I would lean uh, mean green. And and Patty C, I want okay, Patty C, what are you doing in this one? You know, my inclination just off the top would be go Florida Atlantic, but I didn't realize just how great. North Texas has been. So on those stats alone, I got to ride the mean green. Um, I, I just want to throw this out there. We were talking about, uh, about uh, Georgetown's opening. I'm going to go out and throw out the name Grant McCasland. Yeah. Uh, this guy, I believe what wasn't he an assistant with, with uh, Scott drew at Baylor. I think he was, if memory serves me correct, I could be wrong on that, but I believe he was with Scott drew at Baylor. Um, and uh, he is doing an unbelievable job in Denton, Texas. Yeah, he Dude, was at that, he was at Baylor uh, from 2011 to 2016. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like a little bit of a culture shock, maybe going from Denton, Texas, to the nation's capital. Do you want to <laughs> win? That's what they said about George Allen when they brought him uh, <laughs> from Los Angeles. Um, uh, I'm just saying, the guy need this guy's legit. I'm I'm sold on him as a head coach. I really am. <laughs> North Texas's losses have been Buffalo at Kansas, Miami, and UAB. Those are good teams to have your only four losses come from. Are they? Uh, are they like a potential turning run, or could they be a surprise team? Well, here? well, last year they beat Purdue in the first round. Uh, watch out for them. Uh, you guys want to lock this shit up? Should we lock it? I think we should lock it. it. Let's, lock it. Have Let's do it. Main Tri- green triple lock. Let's go. Is that a triple, triple, triple lock here? Play that sweet music. Yes. The North Texas Mean Green. We uh, we have another uh, couple of good games. First off, Austin. This isn't uh, really a good game, but Austin P is at Murray State. Murray State is number twenty-one in the country. Uh, they're laying nineteen and a half. Any chance you're taking the governors and Austin Penick? Yeah, I, I, am. I am too. <laughs> Come on, too many points. I mean, the first matchup, Murray State won by twelve. I'm back on February the third. Nineteen is just uh, come on, too many points. Give me the dog. Uh, Patty C, Governors. Uh, I'm on the Governors. It's that sweet ass mascot. Come on, it's easy to see a tide time. turn. <laughs> uh, Middle Tennessee is at the airport, and once again, guys, uh, you look, and I know the airport you know, had some struggles lately, but there are only four games out of first place. Meanwhile, middle Tennessee is in first place. So they have an opportunity to uh, they're hosting the blue Raiders. They have an opportunity to get it. I've watched F- FIU this year and I've actually been impressed, but they've let people off the hook, uh, especially of late. They're four and six in their last 10. They are 10 and three at home though. And middle Tennessee's three and seven on the road. Uh, this is something perhaps we pay attention to. I don't know where you guys stand with the airport. I think NC Nick was pissed the last time I talked to him about the airport uh, or the last time he locked up the airport that is Florida international, but <laughs> they are catching four points and they have been fantastic at home while middle Tennessee struggled on the road. Any chance you're going to take the airport, Nick? No, I'm not. 
uh, but it's close. I mean, so first off, I've been mentioning all these ATS records. Middle Tennessee State has the best overall ATS record in the country. Numero uno, 16, 5, and 1. They beat Florida International by 11 at their home court. Uh, I think they're going to beat them again. Uh, I don't feel very, I don't, I don't feel great about this. You, you can, you cannot convince me to lock this up, but again, I'm going to go with the road favorite and go with the blue Raiders. Patty C I'm going to take the airport. What are you doing? Man, the conference USA, did they play just a week non-conference schedule? I don't know what it is, but their overall win loss record as a conference is unbelievable. I think um, they're up as a conference personally. Potentially. I, I got to ride middle Tennessee on the road. Uh, given four, but still, um, it could be a good game because Florida International, a decent team, despite being down toward the bottom of the standings. Exactly. Well, let's talk about a team that's not decent. The JMU Dukes. They're at Charleston. Ah, you son of a gun. They are at Charleston. Uh, I don't know what's happened with JMU, and then the CAA's been little bitches about not letting them in the postseason. Um, They're demoralized. I know. It seems it's same since, same situation is happening with Monmouth. Ever since they've been told no, it, their seasons—it's uh, just—it's—it's it's terrible for the sport, in my opinion. The NCAA needs to do something about that, but they won't because they never do shit. Um, Charleston is still technically alive. I don't think they're going to be. Uh, there are five games back, and there's only about five games left. I think mathematically, they're still—they're still alive. Um, uh, this is one. I, I guess I lean. Charleston? No, I don't. I'm taking JMU in the six and a half. What are you guys doing here, Nick? No, no, I'm on Charleston. Wrong, wrong side, my friend. Uh, dude, JMU on the road lately has has really struggled. Uh, you know, other than the one Northeastern win, they've lost at like five in a row on the road. Well, uh, you, do you know why that is though? Is uh, uh, Terrell Strickland, son of Rod Strickland's, out for the year, and same with uh, Takal Molson, their leading scorer. They've lost so two, well, two guys. That are there that are really good for so, them. So why are you taking them? Just because <laughs> just because Charleston doesn't, doesn't blow out anybody. Look at look at Charleston's wins. Like they, they they win by four against Drexel the other night, which is a decent win. They won by two against Elon. They won by three against William and Mary. This is a team that doesn't. They won by one against William and Mary the other time. They Dude, that d- William that William and Mary score is eighty four to sixty one. It was oh, twenty three. Okay. Well the other three. well the other the other William and Mary was one. <laughs> And that was when they were hosting <laughs> William and Mary. Um, they don't. I want Charleston here. I need to bounce out my picks here and go with the home team. I'll lay the six. I'm going with this JMU bullshit. Patty, see what are you doing? Uh, well, JMU started the season nine and two. Their last eleven games, three and eight. So, mm. talk about a team that has collapsed. I have bet on them too many times and lost. I don't think Charleston's uh, that much better of a team than JMU, but just on, on the collapse alone. I got to ride Cougars. I'm sick of losing with the Dukes. Nick, did did you did you just hear that, Nick? I heard it. Do I, we need well, to. Well, well, I there. don't got. Bring that comb, but keep that clip around because you're never going to be able to use it again when we get in the Sun Belt and we start tearing that thing up. I dude, I can't wait for Sun Belt East football next year. That is going to be fun. Well, wait, wait, wait. How about do you guys know what's going on in football? We should probably do an episode about this. There, the uh, with exception the JMU Old Dominion, Southern Miss, and Marshall are leaving for the Sun Belt. They both conferences have released schedules 
with them in their conferences. <laughs> so if you're if you're a Marshall fan, there's one <laughs> conference where and, and Conference USA is saying we'll see you in court. I don't know what's going on, but if you're a Marshall fan, you're saying, "Well, I got this conference schedule over here that says we're playing." Uh, we're so, playing. so don't buy tickets yet. Don't make plans. Yet. <laughs> oh man, some, that's fucking hilarious. But um, here we go. Uh, speaking of Marshall, Old Dominion is at Marshall. Jeff Jones's bunch is getting one at Marshall. I'm taking the one. Although Marshall seems to be doing a little bit better in the past ten days. They they upset UAB. Uh, and then they went on the road and got a win at Utah, but a game I locked up. What the hell is happening with the thundering herd? I'm still taking ODU because this Marshall team doesn't rebound. Well, I know I don't, this game sucks. I hate, I hate betting this game or picking this game. <laughs> what are you doing here? Nick? I'm going to take the one point too, man. I, I couldn't agree more. Marshall has been one of the bigger disappointing teams that nobody's mentioned. I mean, they, they, you know, under Dan Tony, they've been pretty damn good the last four or five years. And uh, this year, just two and ten in conference, nine and sixteen overall. I, I have zero faith in them. Sure, they pop up every once in a while and play a good game, like against UAB, like at UTEP. But I can't, I can't choose which games are going to pop up. So give me ODU. They're not great either, but I guess they're perhaps a little bit more consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they beat Marshall by sixteen two weeks ago. Yeah. Give me ODU, Patty. I mean, if you look at Marshall's, I can't even count this fast enough to get these stats pulled up, but it looks like they've won only about two of their last 15 games. Yeah. They yeah. are struggling here. And uh, I mean, they're, they're behind in the standings significantly to old dominion in the conference standings and only getting, or only giving one on at home. I got to ride the Monarchs here. Yeah, I agree. Northern Illinois is at Akron Akron coming off of a shocking loss at Western Michigan where Akron had a chance to gain a game on uh, Toledo. Uh, they return home. Now, Northern Illinois was a team that started out terrible. Northern Illinois just went on the road to ball state and won by six big win for the Huskies. This line is at 12. The Huskies are getting 12 at Akron. I, I guess I'll take the 12 Akron gets the win. I, I'm flirting with locking this. I think it's way too many points. Yeah, me too. But is Akron like uh, th- is that loss they just had so bad to Western Michigan that they're going to bounce back and just kick ass against Northern Illinois? I mean, they just played them three games ago and they won at Northern Illinois by six. So why are they laying twelve or thirteen now? Yeah, yeah, twelve. I'm uh, saying. Uh, yeah. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to throw caution to the wind. Give me the Northern Illinois Huskies plus all those points and lock it up. I'm going to bet it. Ooh. Boom. Wow. Who's coming with me? <laughs> Jerry McGuire over here. <laughs> uh, Pat, you you riding with uh, the Huskies? Uh, I don't think so. I'm going zips here. Ooh, zip it up. He says, "You zip it up." Um, zip it up and zip it out. Uh, well, this one we just got to talk about because I, I I don't think you made a pick there, Dundee. You going points? I'm taking the points, but I'm not locking right. it. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I'm not locking it. Uh, Akron's decent at home too. I feel like it's a little bit wild. I know that I just played you the wild one song, but <laughs> um, I might lock this one though, guys, because. 
because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. East Carolina is at South Florida. And I'll be damned if my pirates aren't getting a point. Wrong team favored. Who who wants to? I'm not. Should I lock this? This is fringe lock potential. We won at Tulsa. I was on at seven point dogs. Why the hell are we underdogs in Tampa? You're crazy, man, dude. I think I think your your heart is is messing with your head. I'm taking USF. USF is actually decent at home. ECU still has injury problems. Yeah, I'm all over USF here. I'm not gonna lock it up or anything, but uh, yeah, I mean, last time you were telling me to, to take uh, ECU, I took SMU. I locked that up, and SMU went into Greenville one easily. All right, what about the last time ECU went on the road? They won at Tulsa, buddy. Your Golden Hurricane. My Golden Hurricane. <laughs> By the way, can have you reached out to, to uh, Steve Logan yet to get him on your pod? I need to get him you on need, the pod. You need to do that. He yeah. is one of the most entertaining people to listen to. I agree. He's a right. A brick wall for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's incredible. I, I got to get his speech that he says against the, uh, uh, to Condoleezza rice when, when they're playing Stanford in the bowl game, it's one of the greatest oh, man, moments that was him too. Yes. That was him. If Patty C doesn't know he was a regular guest on like Raleigh local radio. And dude, I had to tune in whenever he was on because the guy is just very, he's, he has crazy stories and he's just very entertaining to listen to. You need to get him on. I know. I know. Patty, see you taking ECU or you're going South Florida. Like the cowards that Nick is, I mean, <laughs> they both suck lately. I want to say both have lost at least eight of the last 10. Um, uh, I, I believe in the spirit of the, the pirates. There we go. That song's incredible. It gets me excited every time. Uh, we got a rivalry game going on in the Sun Belt, guys. ULM is hosting ULL. Uh, and like I said, both teams very much alive to still win the Sun Belt. <laughs> uh, Louisiana Lafayette's four games back, ULL, ULM's four and a half. This is a big one. This rivalry game, guys. Uh, ULM has been improving lately. I'm surprised. Louisiana is one of the more disappointing teams in the country. They were they were actually one of the, the favorites to win the Sun Belt. They're ten and thirteen. They're at ULL or ULM. I'm sorry. That's ten and uh, or that's uh, thirteen and thirteen. So uh, for that reason alone, give me the Warhawks. What are you doing here, Nick? Yeah, Warhawks at home. I'll take you know them and uh, you know their uh, upperclassman guard Andre Jones to take care of uh, the the raging Cajuns who've lost four out of their last five. Give me ULM, Patty C. Look, Monroe knows who they are. They're not trying to change their name and get all uppity. You got to go with the Warhawks here. Then again, they did change their mascot before, so that's true. Maybe not. I feel like a raging Cajun is, is a pretty proud mascot. You know what? Flip that. We're going Lafayette here. Wow. Patty C just, uh, if I can change and you can change, everybody <laughs> can change. <laughs> UTEP is at Louisiana tech guys. This is a low key, good game. La tech just two games out of first place. And if North Texas loses and they win, there'll be one game out. And I believe they still play. Meanwhile, UTEP's only four games out. Decent game here. Joe Golding doing a great job coming over from Abilene Christian to to the Miners and UTEP. 
We got a good one going on in the C U S A. Um, I think La Tech's the better team, but La Tech's laying nine and a half. Are they that much better? No. Give me the minors plus the points. This is fringe lock potential here, guys. Nick, what are you doing? You're crazy. I'm glad we have a lot of dis- of uh, disagreements on this podcast. I'm all over Louisiana Tech. They are head and shoulders better than UTEP. They won by 12 at UTEP, and they're going to win by more at home. I know Louisiana Tech had that stretch of games. They lost a couple in a row to North Texas and at Florida Atlantic about two weeks ago. They have righted the ship since then, and I think they take care of business and cover at home. UTEP uh, went to Old Dominion one by eight. UTEP beat uh, Florida Atlantic, beat the airport, beat Rice, uh, played North Texas close. Don't sleep on Joe Golding year one with the miners. Give me the points. Patty. See, what are you doing? Oh boy. That is a lot of points here, but Louisiana tech, even though they're relatively close in the conference standings, Louisiana tech did a lot better in the non-conference slate nine and a half though. Oh, I'm going to take the bulldogs. I think they, they got enough in the tank at home. Mm. I'm pretty sure Patty C would be a uh, Kenny Lofton fan. <laughs> the guy is six seven two seventy five. Not the not the baseball player that played point guard for Arizona. No, no, yeah, the uh, the the forward for the uh, the La Tech Bulldogs. The guys, yeah, any kind of like chunky, overweight basketball players, amusing to me. Uh, oh. And this guy, uh, yeah, he's he's a round mound of rebound, and uh, he's fun to watch. So uh, yeah, La Tech. All right, I'll be on the lookout for Kenny Lofton moving forward. Yeah, Kenneth Love, he can ball. Um, Got to ask you about this one because uh, I find the whack underrated out here. I really do. The whack Abilene Christian is at Sam Houston State. Um, if you pull up the whack standings, you know it, it is. Uh, it's fun there. Seattle's currently in first place. New Mexico State's a half game back. Sam Houston State's one game back. Meanwhile, Abilene Christian's three games back. This is a gigantic game in the whack. And there are two schools that have played each other a lot. They switched conferences from the Southland to the WAC. So you got a little bit of a rivalry game here, folks. Um, Sam Houston is currently laying two. I'm going to ride it. Give me the Bearcats minus two at home against Abilene. Nick? Agreed. Abilene Christians won six in a row. They beat Sam Houston State by two at home in January. This winning streak ends Thursday night. In Sam Houston, wherever that is, Huntsville, Houston. Texas. <laughs> it, it ends in Huntsville. I think uh, SHS can. Uh, it's going to be a close game here, but I, I do think the home team gets the win. Uh, the lines already moved up from one to two, so yeah, jump on those uh, Bearcats, right? Yep, Patty C. Uh, what are you doing here? Well, Sam Houston's still fighting for that top seed in the conference, so I think it probably means a little more at home. Uh, give me the Bearcats. All right, guys, the games keep coming. Oregon State is at Arizona. We got to go quick on this one because, uh, well, this line opened up at 29 and a half. Who would have guessed that a year ago? Um, is that the largest spread you can remember in a in a Pac 12 game? I mean, that's got to be. For an in conference game, well, that's crazy. But it's gone down to 26. So money's coming in on the Beavers. Um, still crazy. Still unbelievable that a year ago, uh, the one was an Elite Eight team and one was not in the tournament. Um, right. uh, wow. My money on the Beavers, so uh, understandable. I'm taking the points. The 26. Give me the 26 and the Beavers. I think. I think you got to. Uh, yeah, you got to. Um, Dude, I'm locking this up. 
with the Beavers and the points. Yeah, I yeah. think Arizona is the best team in the country, and this is still way too many points. Get out of here, <laughs> Patty C is locking this one up. So uh, there you go. Let me give the guy a little bit of uh, of music here. I guess that works with Pat. He lives in LA. Um, <laughs> there we go. Next up, uh, we have. Uh, I mean, these, I'm telling you, a lot of these games are good. Arkansas State. This is a team that was in first place in the Sun Belt like a week, like uh, or battled it tied for first place a week ago. Now they're in fifth, but that's nothing. That means nothing because they're like a game and a half out of first. They're taking on the team who's in first, Texas State. Awesome game going on in San Marcos, Texas, at the Strahan Coliseum, Nick. Um, I was kind of surprised to see Texas state as a five and a half point favorite. But then again, they're 10 and one at home. Bobcats. I'm taking the Bobcats minus the points against the, uh, the red wolves. What are you doing? Nick? Same thing. Dude, I've been riding Texas state all year. I have won a good chunk of money on Texas state. I don't know what my lock record is with them, but it's pretty damn good. I don't know if I've missed a lock with them. Not going to like this up because I like taking Texas state, like, you know, laying three laying four. I think this game could be close. Uh, they did lose to Arkansas state by seven at Arkansas state, but I think it, you know, revenge angle here. I think they get the win. It's going to be a close game, but I think they pull away and just do barely cover this Patty. I'd be lying. If I said I had much of a feel for this game, it seems about right. But um, Texas state getting the home court advantage just bumps them. They give the points, and I, I, I'm going to take the Bob guys here. I'm telling you, a lot of these games are fun. I don't have a line right now on McNeese Nichols, but it's two of the top four teams in the Southland going at it. That should be fun. Next up, we have Charlotte at Western Kentucky. Now, this is once again a good game. That's what I'm saying. Like you look at the slate and think, "Ah, oh, these games suck." No, if you dive into, uh, I know a lot of people don't know the CUSA or the Sun Belt. Or these games are all pivotal. Um, uh, currently Western Kentucky in third place in the, in the conference USA East uh, there, but they're just two games out of first and, and, you know, so very much alive and Charlotte is only two and a half games out of first. This is a gigantic game uh, going on in the CUSA. I know I'm saying that for every fucking game, but that's the reality of the, of this slate uh, Western Kentucky's laying eight and a half, Nick, um, you know, these teams played back on February 3rd and Western Kentucky blew them out by 19. I'm going to take a shot on Charlotte getting revenge. Give me the eight and a half in the 49ers, Nick. I'm actually going to go Hilltoppers here. You know, they had a, a stretch in January where they lost five in a row and we didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, they bounced back and since then they've won five in a row, including that win over Charlotte. You just mentioned granted, you know, in that win streak, they're playing kind of the bottom of the conference. Uh, but uh, I like the kind of the role they're on right here, especially at home. Give me Hilltoppers. All righty, Patty C. I'm on Hilltoppers all day. Old money. Come on. This is a, a classic program. They're going to get it done at home. All right. I got to talk about this one. Rice is at UAB. Rice, it's crazy that they're uh, like, it's crazy. They're, they're five games out of first. They're 14 and 10. I think they're a pretty good team, though. The CUSA is up. Uh, they're at UAB. Rice is getting, I'm seeing this to be 14 and a half points. That's a big number. I know UAB is good, but give me the owls to cover that Nick. I think I'm with you. I didn't know what to do in this one. I mean, usually I like UAB at home, but I think that is too many points. Uh, it was only a five point game on the road in January. 
Rice is at least decent. Yeah, give me the owls. Yeah, Patty C. Mm, uh, man, I would feel like uh, just off the top that UAB would be the play here, just because Rice is kind of far down in those standings, and UAB is a decent team. But I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to go Rice here. Uh, another interesting game going on. Longwood is currently in first place in the Big South. They're at High Point. Tubby Smith set stepped down. Is that what I saw today? What's going Correct. on there? What's going on there? They're in fourth place. They're they're nine and five at home. They have a chance to make the NCAA tournament. They got a big game coming up with Longwood on deck. Uh, I hope uh, Tubby Smith's health is all right because it seems awkward timing to me when you're in fourth place and you have a chance to beat the number one team in the conference. I don't have a line is, on it right now, though. Is that son that's taken over? Was he the, also the uh, point guard for him at Kentucky? Yeah, I believe so. I think so. Right. Yeah. And he was kind of. He was kind of annoying and he wasn't very good. <laughs> so, so you're taking Longwood. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me Longwood. I don't have a line. Uh, I, I do have a line on this one, though. And like I said, get the SGPN app. You'll have all the lines on that. Uh, UCF's at Houston. UCF's getting 14. Houston's lost two in a row. I'm, I'm going to take Houston to just blow them out, even though they're injured. Give me, give me Houston laying the points. Nick. I agree. I, I think some people would say, you know, Houston's starting to, you know, show some cracks here with all their injury problems and people might, you know, want to jump on you on UCF. I'm not buying it yet. I still believe in, in, in Kelvin Sampson. I still believe in the Cougars. Give me Houston to rebound with the convincing win. Patty. I mean, this is still a 20 and four team. They're still, they were on, on the one line or two line within the past week. So I think you gotta not fade them so quickly, ride the Cougars. Uh, we got a decent matchup going on in the big sky conference. Montana state is currently in first place. They're 20 and five. And I actually think they're pretty darn good team. They're at Eastern Washington who won the big sky a season ago, folks. That is a good one. And once again, though, I am struggling to find this number, but you guys have a number on this it's Montana state minus one and a half. Yeah. I'm going to ride the Bobcats and I'm actually going to do this. Lock up the Bobcats. I like this Montana State team. I think that I think they could be one to watch out for in March if they can win the Big Sky. Nick, you know here's a, here's a game where I'm going to go with the home team. You know they just did beat uh, Weber State, Weber State, whatever the hell it is. Weber State, Weber State. I was right the first time. Should have second guessed it by eight just last week at home. Um, here's a game where I think the line smells. So I'm going to exactly. I'm going to go with the home team here. I think uh, most people might jump on the Bobcats and you don't just go up into Eastern Washington to get an easy W. Give me the Eagles. You know, the Bobcats haven't lost a game in 2022. (laughs) You're going to fade that. (laughs) This was only a four point game at Montana state. Well, buddy, I trust the Bobcats. It's easy to see a tide turn for an L. No, they're getting hey, that done. They're riding that Cooper Cup energy up in Eastern Washington. <laughs> what are you doing, Betty? Uh, I gotta go Montana State. I, I fade the stink. I'm all yeah. over that mentality. <laughs> uh, Colorado State. Now I don't know if you guys caught this. Colorado State goes into the pit, and the pit showed up the other night because Wyoming was in first place. They By went. By the way, to- I'm locking Montana State. Yeah, I'm ooh, locking it too, buddy. Ooh. That's a double lock ooh. right there. Uh, there we go. Uh, Nick, 
This one is dangerous because if you saw what New Mexico did to Wyoming, man, the pit was rocking. They're catching seven and a half at home against Colorado State. Lock it up for me. You don't just go into the pit. This will be a dogfight. Give me the seven and a half in the Lobos. Nick? I'm definitely on, I'm definitely on your side. I'm not locking it up. I mean, once again, I'm going to take a home team where obviously they're not as good as the visiting team, but it's college basketball and like we were saying, home court matters. The pit is a dangerous place to play. So give me those points. Patty, you guys are out of your mind. I went to sleep on the Rams recently. That was a mistake. I've been losing on them. I am riding the Rams here. Get your pit out of my face. Patty C. He says he is riding with the Rams. Are you gonna lock that one, Patty? I'm tempted. Wow. You know what? I will. I will lock it up. There it is. We're gonna see just how intimidating this pit is. Uh, like I said, just knocked off the number one team in the Mountain West. We're going through the Oregon is at Arizona State, guys. I can't believe I lost that Oregon. I lost by a half a point. I locked up Oregon against Wazoo. Oregon still won, but uh, Wazoo got the cover. Oregon is laying four at in Tempe. Fuck, I'm not locking it. Money's coming in on the uh, on the Ducks as well. Uh, give me Oregon, but I'm not locking it. Nick, no, this is a this is a, a stretch of games here where I'm riding home dogs. Uh, you got to love home dogs in conference play, and this game way back in December, went to overtime in Eugene. I think Arizona state is a different team at home. And I think they can jump up and surprise people that may be overlooking them. So give me the sun devils, Patty. It looks like there's like a little road trip from Oregon down to Eastern uh, Washington or down to Arizona, because both of the Oregon teams are playing on uh, the Arizona teams. And then they both play the other Arizona team on, I guess, uh, Saturday. So um, all that to say, uh, what's the spread on this one? Uh, four. four, four. Oh, I got to ride the ducks here. Um, all right, moving along. We got Creighton is at DePaul. Can't believe. I mean, I was on Butler beating DePaul. Uh, DePaul is laying three. Do you guys smell the Courtney love vagina stink that is coming from this game? <laughs> um, what am I missing here? Do we take DePaul then? Do I zig when they zag? <laughs> what am I missing here? Fade the stink, baby. Uh, Fading all the way. Easy peasy. Lock it up for Patty C. Well, that's not fading the stink. That's embracing the stink. Um, Wait. Creighton, uh, I feel like should be favored. That's what I'm saying. It stinks. This line stinks. So embracing. Okay. So you're, let me, like, I must have missed up my terminology. Fade the stink means. Uh, if it smells, go with the uh, the dog. Yeah. Okay. No, it goes. Well, no, it means the better team. The better team. We all know Creighton's better than the Paul. I want this pilot. I want. It's a matter of national uh, security. Uh, uh, Whatever it means, I am always taking the 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 team that I think should be better. If it stinks, fuck Vegas. I, I trust myself more than Vegas. Yeah. What I, the hell y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in this game, Nick? I want to take Creighton, man. I think, uh, you know, DePaul, if they had any hopes of any kind of postseason, I think it got crushed the last two games. Uh, you know, a, a crushing defeat at Providence in overtime. And then at home, they turned around and lost to Butler by two points. 
I don't know how much fight they have left. I'll take Creighton, who has still has some, you know, aspirations as to what the season might, you know, could become. So give me the Blue Jays. I'm gonna take DePaul minus three. There we go. Game of the night, maybe. Uh, I actually think this might be the best game of the night. San Francisco is at St. Mary's. The Dons are getting three points at the moment, and I watched this game the first game. St. Mary, San Francisco blew a 24 point lead. If memory serves me correct, 17 point halftime lead. I believe it was like 22 or 24. They had that thing up at and St. Mary's won. This is a rivalry game. This is a battle of San Francisco. And I got to admit St. Mary's has been the bigger brother over the past decade or two. Um, man, give me the Dons with revenge. Give me plus three, sprinkle some of the money line. Give me the Dons. Nick, what are you doing? Now I'm going to go Gales. You know, I see your angle. But I think just think St. Mary's at home is tough to beat, man. And they're they're also coming off that Gonzaga loss, uh, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna go St. Mary's, man. Patty, talk about two mirror images. St. Mary's twenty and six uh, overall, eight and three in conference. San Francisco twenty one and six, eight and four in conference. And h- how uh, about this? I mean, St. Mary's thirteen and zero at home, but San Francisco five and one on the road. Their only loss to Gonzaga, and they had the lead at halftime. Just battling for that two spot. In the Let's not forget game. San Francisco lost to Portland. Yeah, they three, gave him, three games. They gave him a hard home. time. They gave him a hard time. But this is a rivalry. I'm going St. Mary's. All right, I'll see you. I'll see you on the other side of that one. Utah is at Stanford. Believe it or not, uh, Stanford still has a chance. Still has a chance. I was I was reading that if they can knock off, they have a couple not impressive wins. I think they swept USC. Uh, Stanford is laying four at home in Palo Alto against the Utes. Um, I'm going to ride Stanford, Nick. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why this is, this is only four. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, thought Stanford's about locking a, this too. Yeah. Stanford's a better team. They're at home. I mean, what has Utah done recently to make you think they could win this? I don't, I don't understand it. I'm taking Stanford, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to lock it. Patty. I'm definitely not locking it, but I am taking Stanford. Uh, Wazoo is at UCLA. Wazoo is catching eight and a half. UCLA's lost what three in a row? No, they, they had a they had a win at Stanford in the mix, but they've lost three out of the last four. Well, that's now, why Washington, Washington State has won three in a row. Uh, they have no. lost three in a row. Well, I look UCLA's got to get it back together. Lock it up. Give me the Bruins minus the points. Lock it up. Lock it up, people. Uh, Patty, see what are you doing here? I don't know, man. Washington State's a tough out, tough defense. Uh, I think this spread's too big. I'm riding the Cougars. Nick, yeah, uh, yeah, I was I was definitely on UCLA. So you know that losing three out of the last four games, those were all road trips. So UCLA's had a tough time, they, a long road, you know, stretch there. I was definitely on UCLA, but you know what? A lock makes a lot of sense here. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with you, Dundee. There we go. Lock it up. Give me the Bruins getting it done. I'll see. We shall see. Washington is at USC, guys, and uh, last game of the slate because the rest of the lines aren't out. Uh, this is one. Uh, wait, do I even have a line on this? I don't even have a line on this. Oh, no, I do. Uh, it opened up at 12. It's now at 10 and a half. USC is a letdown spot because they just beat UCLA. But man, I, I, I'll take USC, I guess I'll lay the 10 and a half with USC, Nick. 
<laughs> I did not feel comfortable here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, USC just struggled to beat Pacific a, a couple weeks ago or last week or something, and th- there is the the potential letdown spot. You would think Mobley's back though, so I went USC as well. Can't get a good read on, on Washington. Every once in a while, they pop up, have a decent game, and they're at least good enough to cover. But yeah, I'll go Trojans. Patty, I mean, do you have a letdown spot when you have a five-day break before the next game? I think USC will be ready for this one at home. The Galen Center will be rocking once again. They're building momentum toward another tournament run. Give me the Trojans. All right, and that is. Dude, our- I I have one more lock here. I don't know if you saw the spread, but Portland San Diego. I'm gonna lay two points. Portland at home over San Diego. The Pilots. Watch out for them. The last three games, okay. A three-point loss to San Francisco. Then they turn around, go on the road to beat San Francisco. Then they beat Loyola Marymount. I like Portland laying two at home versus San Diego. Lock you it up. Know, you know what? I'll join you, Patty C. You want to join on this, pa- Patty C? You know what Portland's name is, right? The pilots. <laughs> I want this pilot. I want. It's a matter of national security. Are you doing it, well, Patty? I would, I would tell you that this would be a complete matter of trust in your guys' judgment, but I trust you guys. You guys have been killing it most of the year, so let's ride. Oh, go pilots. Let's get it done on the road. Those are our locks guys. Uh, there's a bunch more games that we don't have lines on. Get the SGPN app, uh, check out our picks or go to sports subscribe to the college basketball experience. Tell a friend, subscribe to the co- college football experience. We're talking college football year round over there. Just drop the Brian Harson Auburn uh, episode. That's fun. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast season kicks off uh, April 16th championship game in Canton, Ohio. What's better than that? Nothing. That is football. Shout out to them for doing it right. And subscribe. Well, subscribe to the sports gambling podcast network. Cause we just dropped a college baseball experience episode with futures. And this weekend, the college baseball season kicks off. Come play DraftKings college basketball with us as well. Get the SGP and app, all that stuff. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. I'm just promoting every fucking thing I can think of. Give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give us all a follow. And uh, yeah, Let's let's kick ass. All right. This is the College Basketball Experience Daily Show for Thursday, February 17th. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. You come from an undown under. A women go and